And welcome to the We Never Knew X podcast. This is episode number 20. Number 20. Wow. Anyways, Dries and I, for this episode number 20, are joined with a friend, Angie Harper. Angie is a local gal in our area that I guess... Her current occupation can be best described as a distributor for Life Vantage um, Herbal Supplement Company, uh, as well as a sales rep. Distributor, sales rep, tomato, tomato. Um, But she's a lot more than that. Prior to this venture that she's in right now, um, she is a mom, she's a wife, she was a teacher, um, and then she started her own uh, a business after that called Tumble Time, and that had its own little veins and avenues, ended up selling that, and then we ended up here with Life Vantage, and she's loving it. Um, so we catch her for an hour this evening, and we get to kind of chew her ear off a little bit, and... <laughs> She graciously lets us ask her some questions about her history and learn a little bit about herself. So, with that being said, this is episode number 20. Whew! That's kind of cool. And we had a really great chat with Angie. It was really cool. I kind of hope we get to do it again. Uh, We definitely left some stones unturned. And, um, yeah, she's a really nice gal, and uh, I hope she, I hope she didn't think we were total buffoons, <laughs> um, because like I said, I had a good time. So, anyways, quick note, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, you should. It costs nothing to you. Just a click of the button. I mean, maybe it costs something. Maybe it's kind of annoying to you if, like, if you go into your podcast queue, if you're an Apple user, which you should be, um, and you're like, oh, another one by the WNKX podcast every Friday. So annoying. Then maybe that's a cost to you. I don't know. But in reality, hitting that button, no cost, man no cost and it makes this look cool so i understand if you don't want to if you're out um if your heart is out with malice and you don't want us to look cool then i get it i understand but if you do i appreciate it we all appreciate it Dries and i appreciate it anyways without further ado enjoy episode 20 with angie harper angie harper Hello. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate it. I uh, So, Drews was telling me on the way over here, he knew you from Creekside Church. Mm-hmm. My parents went to Creekside Church, okay. and I'm curious if uh, Your name you rang a bell when he said yeah. your last name. Ryan so. and Megan, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Anyways. It was years ago. If you yeah. saw them, you would probably I, I recognize would. him. Yeah. Because you know pretty much everybody in Brentwood, and if you don't know them by name, you would see them and think, oh, I've seen them before. Pretty much. Right? Yep, right. I would. Brentwood for you. Mm-hmm. Brentwood. Yeah. 
Um, well, Dries, do you want to kick it off? I can too. I yeah. just don't want to be a hog. No, that's all good. So, Angie, uh, give us a little bit of a bio. And before you uh, jump right in, um, as Gabe had mentioned, you and I know each other, known each other, I would say, for years. Probably a good 15. I'm thinking of 2005-ish. Yeah, yeah Ryan's 16. So, yeah, 15 years for sure. And uh, Ryan is 16. I want to say I met you, and Ryan was probably like a year old. Mm-hmm. Because yep. Ryan used to think that I was so cool. He, he still does, from, I'm sure. From Sundays, he probably thinks, he probably doesn't even think of me ever, but I remember uh, he would be in Sunday school and... Crying. He'd be crying, but then he crying would... Crying Ryan. Yeah, crying Ryan, but then he would latch on to me in Sunday school if I was in there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I remember yeah. you or Garrett would say, yeah, no, I, I don't know what it is, but Ryan just says like... We're going to go see Drees? Mm-hmm. We're going to go see Drees? Yeah. yeah, he was Some really... Some days you were the only reason we can get him to church. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. So, um, that made me feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. and um, anyhow, but I, I'd like you to share a little bio, because from what I recall, you were a teacher mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. Um, and then you've had multiple businesses. Uh-huh. Um, you were the um, conductor of the Tumble Time Express. <laughs> conductor. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, yeah. yeah. So jump in. Absolutely. I was an elementary school teacher over in Concord for 10 years. I taught kindergarten and second grade. And uh, my boys were, um, Nick was one and Ryan was three. And I was doing the whole, you know, put them in the car early in the morning, commute to Concord, teach all day. My mother-in-law would, would babysit them, um, you know, pick them up after school, commute back home, do the whole dinner, you know, bath, bedtime story, put him to bed, do it all over again the next day. Groundhog's Day, right? Mm -hmm. Over and over again. And being a teacher, while it's awesome and I loved working with kids, it's really hard to be a teacher and be a mom, especially of two young boys. My boys are 21 months apart. And so it was exhausting. I mean, there were days where (laughs) I would lock myself in the closet and cry and just feel like, I don't know if I can do this. And um, so long story short, my my youngest and I were watching a television show one day called John and Kate Plus Eight. It was on mm-hmm. um, HD. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Yeah. They were a hit. Yes. Huge hit. John and Kate Plus Eight. They had like eight kids. And they had an um, old school bus pull up to their house. And all the kids ran out and played on the <laughs> school bus. And so, you know, a light bulb went off in my head. And I said, I am going to do that in Brentwood. And from yeah. the time I saw the the episode until the time I asked my husband if we could <laughs> find a school bus so that I could teach on it. He was like, you're going to what? But it was like seven months. It was a total God thing, really. Um, we were living in a house we couldn't afford at the time, and we had a home equity line of credit with just enough money on it to purchase this old school bus. Yeah. And so we did, and I took a leave of absence from my teaching job, which, again, everybody thought I was crazy. You're going to leave a you know stable yeah. job with a retirement, <laughs> and you're going to go do what on a bus? Where are you going to drive the kids? I'm like, no, no, no. So, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to pick up kids and drive kids them where? Well, yeah. no describe seats. the Tumble Time bus. Yeah. What were you doing on the yeah. Tumble Time so bus? Yeah, tum- so the Tumble Time bus, it was a bus that had been completely gutted and renovated. There was carpet, zip line, ball pit, monkey bars. And so I used my teaching background and I developed curriculum. Um, we would do sign language and Spanish oh, okay. and, and I would run a um, gymnastics-based program. I would go to pre-
preschools and daycares. And, you know, again, when I when I started it, nobody in Brentwood <laughs> knew what it was. Yeah. And so, you know, like yeah. Celebration Christian Preschool and Apple Tree were my first schools to actually give me a chance, not knowing what it was. Um, and it was hard, you know, I kind of hit the ground running trying to, you know, bring my, my concept to Brentwood. And some people thought, you know, no, I'm not going to put my kid on that bus. Then there was people like Darice and Natalie were like, here, take my kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it was in my driveway at one point, yeah. like for yeah. a birthday party and everything. Right. Yeah. Is that Elena's or Annalise? That was Elena's yeah. birthday. She's now 17 years old. Dang. And, uh, the two oldest Cornelius daughters were running the show that yep. day i think mm-hmm. they were yep I they were i think uh, you or garrett dropped it off mm-hmm. uh because i believe it was you or was garrett were the drivers day, i think i remember that and garrett mm. drove it and the girls ran it yeah yeah it was an old bus that you kind of needed to know not only did you need a license right to drive that bus we actually didn't because we weren't transporting kids oh, so it was okay. a regular license but yeah. i remember okay. garrett saying something to the That's extent a good workaround. that mm-hmm. uh yeah. we don't just let any employee drive it it was kind of like... You, well, it, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a 36-foot school bus. Right. It was not easy to drive. Oh, yeah. Turning that thing well. And like yeah. a 1970s yeah. version. It looked or... like the Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, just to make a quick pit stop. Yeah. What, um, what were those initial interactions like when, uh, you know, going to the schools and saying, hey, this is what I got. This is what I'm thinking. How did those conversations go? They were tough. You know, I had a teaching background. I was not in sales. Yeah. And so I had to, you know, pull up my big girl pants and walk into these schools and just kind of lay out my vision and, and hope that they would give me a chance. And really what I did was I gave free classes <laughs> to yeah, all the kids right. because it was the kids that sold it, you know. Mm-hmm, so right. after the kids were on and they experienced the fun it was the zip line that sold it really um, that looked like fun the zip yeah line. yeah in the a bus line. yeah or from out of the bus no. no it was it was like from front to back or back to front what? yeah mm-hmm. dude it was cool it's a really cool setup mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they'd drop into a little ball pit so they would go home we'd stamp their hand and they'd go home and you know mom that was so fun and so that's kind of how it happened and on the parent you know from the parent side of view i think getting extra time because we would do it at the end of the preschool day usually so they would get a little bit of extra time so of course all the moms wanted that so that's how it started yeah 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 i went from um zero schools to i think i had two the first year and four you know maybe no i had probably like six the second year and then by the third year i was full so it happened pretty quickly now that expanded too, right? It wasn't, it, did. it became not yep. just the bus, but then yeah. the Tumble Time Express. It did. So we were full, full in Brentwood and we would get calls from, you know, Antioch, Oakley, Discovery Bay, Concord, Walnut Creek. And we didn't want to take the bus that far. And so we, you know, God <laughs> Reliability issues. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we bought a trailer a 24-foot trailer, and we had it wrapped to look like a train, so we had the tumble time train. So same concept and even more difficult to drive than the bus. Yeah. A trailer, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you don't, if you're not savvy with uh, parking that bad boy. Yeah. I got so good, you guys. I could parallel park it. Yeah, Yeah, I I bet. Totally. I bet. That's awesome. Yeah. I like to, uh, I personally am so curious about, like, the marital conversations during that time. Yeah, your husband is a giant. What was the first year? <laughs> Have you seen a marital picture? Marital conversation. No, Have you seen a well, picture yeah, of I husband? did a little bit of Instagram creep. Come on, you stalked a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. for my small stature, many people seem huge. <laughs> right, <laughs> But true. you could put like a, maybe, I don't know, I haven't seen Garrett 
recently, but at one time, I think when I first met Garrett, if you put like a superhero outfit on him, yeah, that was painted like uh, Mr. Incredible. I was just gonna say he, he could be Mr. Incredible, like really big and strong. Mr. Incredible is a little overweight. No, like before <laughs> Mr. Incredible <laughs> got the orange suit when he was wearing the blue suit and he's oh. a little more fit. You know, like right as he was getting in married. his heyday. Yeah, like in his yeah. heyday. He okay. was a power lifter and like yeah. strongman competitor. And all yeah, that. yeah, okay. yeah. And a football oh, guy. Okay. Was he a football? football? Mm-hmm. Yeah, football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh right. right. And then, but a, but a teddy bear. And your boys are huge, also. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, you alluded to a conversation earlier about so her youngest son Nick is younger than Annalise, but when they were both really young, Nick saw Annalise and thought, "Mommy, I want to hold the baby," oh. referring to Annalise, who was actually older than him, <laughs> but she was so much smaller. Oh, really? Because yeah. so he's a beast child. Yeah, they're big kids. Like not just not like carbohydrate bloated kids, but like. You know, yeah. they're from good stock, very good robust. Stock. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, very robust. Yes. Yes. yes, that's good. Yeah, big bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're Gabe brought up the the conversations at home. How, what role did Garrett play in sort of the formulations of your uh, wild ideas? Like, uh, you know, you know, he was supportive really from the beginning with the bus. He thought it was crazy again, but he was supportive. But um, it got to the point where, you know, he was my go-to for if something broke or if the bus broke down or if I needed this. So, you know, he was, you know, in it just as much as I was. Um, Every Christmas, we would put that bus in the parade downtown. (laughs) And, oh, God, every (laughs) – we would decorate it. We would fight every year. Him and I, like, he dreaded the parade, and he would have to drive the bus, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, grown man. Yeah. 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 Yes. I get that. But, yeah, but you're really, like, at the pioneer level of what we see today with the mobile gaming mm-hmm. and um, mm. beauty, like, birthday parties. Yeah, like a lot the, of stuff's mobile. You were, like, right at the front line of that. Did, did you feel like it at the time? Were there, did you see some other things like that to where you thought... Oh, yeah, I'm going to get in on this. No, not really. I mean, I think it was one of the first, for sure, mobile. Yeah, yeah. And the gaming truck came after that. Um, I was in Concord, actually, uh, a couple years ago, and I saw they a gymnastics studio had called me and wanted to come out and see what I was doing. And I told him over the phone, but I didn't let him, like, come out and see. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years later, sure enough, they had done it, too, yeah. which is fine. That's great. Yeah. You know, I'm all for that. They yeah. were, yeah, you could tell. Like they I were... could have licensed it, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that why you're uh, timid to let them come out and see? Is yeah, like, a little bit. They're going to come out and baby. see what I'm doing yeah, and you gotta, then go gotta, do it. Got to protect your goods a yeah, little bit. Yeah, which they know. did anyway, which whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, fine. It's all, I take uh, it as a compliment. Hey, there you go. That's yeah. A, totally. What form of flattery. Form yeah. of flattery. There's a quote. Whatever. That's a quote somewhere. Yeah. What is it? First uh, one to the line. Imitation is Imit- the... Yeah. Imitation yeah. is the... Uh, something, something. Best form of flattery yeah. or biggest form of flattery. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I ran it for about 10 years and then um, keep going with my story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because that's, that's kind of... You've lived that life and you're moving on, but I'm kind of curious, what was it about... Uh, what was your point at which you said, you know what, it's time to exit this? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, so as the boys got older, 
and, you know, busier and busier with sports. And, you know, and I, my, my company was growing. I actually sold the train um, three years into it just because running both, having employees, you know, doing the mom thing again, it got to be a lot. And I had a real hard time turning it off. You know, people that run their own business mm-hmm. understand that, right? Like totally. you can't turn it off. I, you know, would wake up in the middle of the night thinking, what if the bus breaks down or you know, how am I going to, you know, pay everybody their money back? They've already paid, you know, the classes. And so it was really stressful. And um, I just knew that, again, there's, you know, the most valuable commodity is time, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew that I just wanted more time freedom. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what it boiled down to. I wanted time freedom. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you're dealing with people's kids. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that too it just got stressful for me yeah my mom was a uh a daycare provider for just over 20 years and she always said uh and this was in our home like so we had kids in our house from like six in the morning till six at night and uh which was great when i was young but uh she always said that the hardest part wasn't the kids though it was the parents mm-hmm. she you know the she loved the kids i mean there was tough kids and there was always there's always kids you're like oh that kid's back today you know mm-hmm. but uh yeah said, yeah i'll agree and with I that w- yeah i would uh second that in our line of work the the farrier business uh by and large the horses are not as tough as <laughs> having to navigate yeah. the waters of of clientele whether it yeah. be expectations or conversations communication and so on and so forth. Yeah. 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 It can be pretty tough. Yeah. Unrealistic expectations. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. all, every, all day, every day. With, with, with what we do in yeah. horses, I think it's... And that... So in the um, before we move on from tumble time, were there any, like, kind of scary moments in that time uh, to where you're... That came up and you had no expectation, but how are we... Like, a problem that came up and you're like, how are we going to solve this? Somebody broke their leg and when our trailer popped off the hitch, that, oh. was, that was pretty dang scary. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yeah, in the intersection in Brentwood, <laughs> I wasn't driving. My assistant was, but I was in the truck, and she kind of went too fast and hit a pothole, oh, man. and it popped off. And yeah. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's a scary moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. But it, it was okay. The chains were still on. Mm-hmm. And, and um, Officer Rucker actually. Was, oh, really? <laughs> he saw it happen and helped us. <laughs> yeah. What uh? What was the what? What had happened there? Did did we were able to did find out? Somebody forget to latch the yeah. uh, the pin. The pin. That's yeah. what it was. The pin. That happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. That's, we that's just why thank God chains. we weren't on a freeway. You totally. Know? Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. The trailer's passing you up like. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they have a butt. That is our. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> That would probably have to be the scariest. I didn't have, you know, no, there was no injuries ever. But mm-hmm. yeah, of course, that was always in the back of my mind, you know, if somebody yeah. got hurt or fell down the stairs and, you know. Right. What was I the rate parents? Mm-hmm. I rate parents. No, I never really had. Dang. I rate parents. No. No. Everyone loves Lucky. Angie, dude. Everyone <laughs> loves Angie. It. I don't know about that. But... No, that's true. <laughs> I've not met. No, everybody loves Angie and the tumble time thing and the the whole bit. Like, yeah, it was just a fun, you know. Yeah, it's just fun time. Yeah, like there's, it's just, yeah. If you're not having fun, you're 
they're they're doing something wrong not tumble time True. the kids doing something yeah wrong. it's the dang yeah. kids <laughs> yeah so yeah blame it on the kids yeah yeah that's why i wouldn't do it because mm-hmm. i would i would yeah i don't know i'd be making them do push-ups do push-ups yeah do did they burpees. have to do push-ups no. yeah we did everything oh, really okay push-ups, but you made it fun probably it right it was so fun yeah so all fun. this to music and yeah <laughs> yeah yep. yeah good on you so when you came around to selling it, how do um how does one come by? Or did you sell it? Or, or yeah, did, did you? But you I did, did with it, you yeah. Did? Okay. So I had um, one of my uh, favorite students. I think I did like three or four birthday parties for her, and she. I did classes at Willie's Bagels called Mommy Monday, and she was you know she was an OG tumble timer, oh, right? That's cool. And um, she was probably seven or eight at the time, and her mom was a teacher. Um, and so she was like the first person I thought of. Um, and I, I don't remember really how it went, you guys, but I reached out to her and said, I'm thinking of, of selling. And she said, well, we're interested. And so her and her husband bought it. They bought the bus. Well, okay. So they had bought the train. That's right. They had bought the train three years prior. So then, um, I sold her the bus as gotcha. well. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's gotcha. what it was. Yeah. Was that kind of like a quasi franchise? Kind of. She, um, she bought the train and she bought the rights to operate in my schools that were not in Brentwood. So she couldn't operate in Brentwood. The okay. bus could. And okay. so, um, obviously she lived in Brentwood, taught in Brentwood, and so she wanted, you know, to be able to teach on the bus and the train mm-hmm. in Brentwood. So that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. And she's running it super successfully. Um, you know, I think about her all the time with all this COVID stuff going on, but she's still, I mean, it's a small class. It's easy to keep it clean and sanitized in there right. and preschools are still running. So, you know, birthday parties are still yeah. happening. Yeah. So she's doing good. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. I was wondering about that because in my head, I'm thinking, man, actually probably now more than ever, that's, that would be a hot, a hot thing. To be mm-hmm. able to be mobile, keep yeah. it clean, like you said. Yeah, let the kids small. burn off their energy, get out of their rooms. Right. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. if you parked it at the end of a court or something, mm-hmm. said, hey, yeah. open for business. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, just, yeah, on the way over here. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It sounds weird, but I have, I just had my, I have one daughter, and then we're going to have another one. And the whole like having a girl thing is cool. But I just think like, man, I want my girls to be business women, mm-hmm. ass kickers. So I'm getting a real kick out of listening to your story right mm-hmm. now. Thank you. How yeah. old's your daughter? Uh two. Two <laughs> <laughs> We're we're planning for yeah, the future. Yeah, plant yeah. the seeds now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally, right? It's all implementing, you know Absolutely. Uh behavior and all that stuff and molding. Mm-hmm. Mind control, as I like to put it. Yeah. (laughs) Healthy brainwashing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. You will be a business owner. (laughs) Well, even if you don't, like, (laughs) I think that, I think the mindset you have to have to be one, that critical thinking kind of power, which is under attack right now, Mm -hmm. um, and problem solving and, or solution making, however you want to look at look at it. Um, is powerful Mm -hmm. in more ways than just owning a business, right? So, but I find it in business, you're confronted with those, um, with those walls or whatever they are more often than Mm -hmm. not. So, yeah. Yeah. Now to back up a little bit, uh, to the beginning, being that you're a business lady, woman, 
have you always been entrepreneurial minded? I mean, the the teacher route is not necessarily the entrepreneur route. Was that something in, like in your family, or kind of speak to that a little bit? Did you and also did you grow up here in Brentwood? What, I grew up in Antioch, uh-huh. stones throw away. Um, but you know, my grandfather was a self-employed barber. He raised five boys as a barber. Um, my other grandfather owned a liquor store. So yeah, there's definitely some yeah. entrepreneurship. My dad, I think, um, always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but got married and became a dad at 18. And um, so never really got the opportunity to. I like his style. Yeah. yeah. And that. they're still married. And yeah. he's, yeah, awesome dad. Um, but he, he did real estate. He, um, he was a home inspector for a while. He, he worked at the, at the water district. That was his job from the time he was 18. Um, but he always, you know, he invented a, um, <laughs> we laugh, a California earthquake alarm. And it was a little block of wood with a bell on it. <laughs> Get it? Like, yeah. <laughs> and he invented great. that and tried to sell it. It's kind of like, like the pet rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just a joke, you know. Yeah. But um, never really took off. But he always, I think, you know, deep down, that's why he was probably my biggest supporter when mm-hmm. I decided to do this. He was like, absolutely do yeah. it. Yeah. So even, it cool. sounds like he's, he's at least an idea guy. And Yeah, he is. Even if uh, sometimes he might have felt stifled. Yeah, because he had obligations yeah. in the family. And yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so simple. And you never know. It's sometimes the simplest things that just take off. Yeah. And that's what it was for me. It was just sitting watching that show and and just knowing that there was... I knew I wasn't going to be a teacher for 30 years. I just knew Mm -hmm. there was something else for me. And I didn't know what it was until that day. And just, you know, a light bulb went off. And, you know, I like to say a fire in my belly started. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't ignore it. Yeah. And so that's your first taste Mm -hmm. at that point was tumble time. That's your first taste of business. Sold that. Sold that. Yeah. Moving on. What are you doing now? Because you're still doing business. I am. What are you doing now? Yeah. So before I sold tumble time, um, I had developed some upper back pain um, that really was related to anxiety. (laughs) And that's kind of where I hold my stress. The trailer popping off the hitch. Yeah. All that. You Mm -hmm. know. And um, because like I said earlier, you can't shut it off. Everything is reliant on you, right? From Mm -hmm. sales and marketing and website and, you know, the employees and taxes. And and so, um, you know, I developed some upper back pain. I I tried for six years to to figure it out, to alleviate my pain. I was at the chiropractor every week, deep tissue massage, acupuncture. Uh, I tried everything until um, I went to my doctor and I said, I can't live with this pain anymore. I, I need you to help me. And he did what doctors do. And he took out a prescription pad and <laughs> prescribed me. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. and that worked for a while, right, until it didn't work. And at the end of the day, the side effects of that were probably even worse than the pain I was in. I also had migraine headaches, too. Um, and so, you know, I was on good old Facebook one day and a friend of mine that, you know, we'd been friends for over 25 years and kind of lost touch. She was posting about this um, herbal supplement and she called it the little yellow pill. And I thought, there's no way, you know, that's going to help me. I've tried everything and nothing has helped me. And, but, you know, I reached out to her. Actually, it was right when Facebook Lives became popular. Mm. And I didn't know that if you clicked on somebody's live, your name popped up. 
and I was here. I am trying to like be real secretive, because <laughs> yeah. I lurk. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want her to like bother me and try to sell me anything. <laughs> and so I'm like watching her, and and sure enough, she she didn't try to sell me anything, but she messaged me and said, "Hey, Angie, you know, it's good to see you. I hope you're doing well." And I was like, "Ah, crap. Yeah. Okay, well, what is this little yellow pill? Do you think it can help me?" And she said, "I can't guarantee it, but it's worth a try." And so I, I got it and um, took about three months. Didn't tell anybody I was taking it. I didn't want to hear anything from anybody because it came from a network marketing company. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, not necessarily with yours, but I'm I'm familiar with network marketing. Yeah, so. and just the stigma mm-hmm. that you know, totally. oh, that pyramid scheme, and and I thought that I did. Yeah. Um, I had that in my head. And so I didn't tell my husband. I think my mom was the only one that knew I was taking it. And about three months in, my pain was gone. And I remember driving my car and just feeling like... And you're still doing tumble time? Yep, still doing tumble time. And I just felt like a light had shone down on me. I don't know. It was just... It was hard to describe. I just felt this lightness almost. And um, so I was still doing tumble time. And I reached out to my friend and I said... Well, I told my husband at that point, and I told my neighbor and a couple close friends, and of course, they're all like, well, well, not my husband, but everybody was like, well, we want to try it. And um, and so my friend was like, well, why don't you join the business, of course? And I said, <laughs> I'm not. How, like, I'm a, That's how they get you. Oh, God. I am not going to be a network marketer. Absolutely not. I said, well, I don't have time, Tara. Tara was her name. And I said, I, I'm running a business. I have two kids. Like, I have zero time to even breathe. I don't have time to start another business, but thank you. I'll continue to send people your way. And I did um, until a couple more months went by. And I'm like, you know what? Again, time freedom, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get that back. And yeah. so I said, maybe this is worth looking into. And so I started it. I had no time. I would do it in 10-minute chunks of my day. I might have even been throwing some kids down the zip line and kind of <laughs> <laughs> working on my phone. <laughs> I really did. Um, but I just kind of started growing it from there. And um, about six months into into the business, Life Vantage is the name of the company, um, I decided to sell Tumble Time. And my husband, again, thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first check from Tumble Time was $16. And he said, are you sure about this? I said, it's too late. I already, you know, I sold yep. my business. Like, I'm doing this. And again, I had that fire in my belly and I yeah. couldn't ignore it. And, and so that's kind of how it happened. That was mm-hmm. four years ago. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, would you describe yeah. that fire in your belly as like a piece too? Like, you kind of like if I if I pursue this, I think it's going to go well. Yeah, I would say. And so you have a peaceful feeling because I've I've had that feeling mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, well, because I knew that I had such results, and if I did, then other people could too. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, once a teacher, always a teacher. You know, I think that's probably my favorite part of the business is teaching others to mm-hmm. do what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a team now of about 500 people throughout the U.S., and I teach them to do what I do. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still teaching. They're just a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had the advantage of of having that conviction, right, and following through on it, too, which is cool because it's um, – I have a huge issue with starting things and not, finish, not finishing, <laughs> finishing them, right? And, uh, and my trick is like, all right, we'll just do a bunch of little things, right. And get, get that little serotonin hit. Yeah. And, but, um, 
I noticed it's it's like compounding interest at that point. Then it's like, all right, then you build up, boom, boom, boom. Then you do something big like that, a business, and then you see it through and sell it. Um, I would imagine that um, the conviction's going into something else new. Your husband, I don't know what he does. Maybe we can touch on that. Um, and I'm curious, actually, if he's still working or has to work. Um but somebody who hasn't experienced that, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Y- you know, there's a saying in, in fishing or hunting, but you don't leave fish to find fish, you know? And there is hmm. truth to that. But then there's also the, there's also an aspect where it's like, well, we have to pursue the unknown. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you got that little, that tickle, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah no. And I really, I, I feel like the two businesses are so parallel. Like in the beginning when I started Tumble Time and I heard no a lot, right? And I did a lot of work for, mm. for no money. I mean, I, I made enough to pay for, you know, the business. I didn't profit from the business the first year. And really, you know, the same goes for network marketing. And I think that's with so many people, it's a lot of work up front mm-hmm. yeah. for very little money. Yeah. And most people are not willing to do that. And yeah. so they quit. Yeah. Right. Where I knew and it didn't take too long for me, luckily, but I knew that that $16 check was at least a start. Right. And I knew that I was going to go up from there. And, and I did. Yeah. 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 That's some, yeah. Delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. And totally. most people are not almost like real estate. Look at how much work a real estate agent puts in, in the Tons, beginning. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. Right. To hope that they might, you know, eventually have a sale and get paid, but they might not. <laughs> yeah. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. No guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I think of all the businesses, real estate is one that, uh, has a, uh, that I have a huge respect for, you know, for those that are, you know, really like moving and shaking in mm-hmm. that business that are, you know, we'll say killing it. Uh, just a ton of respect. Yeah. Because it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could literally work for months really hard and not be making any money. Mm-hmm. Granted, that might then create that domino effect for the next two or three months after that, that you're closing deals and people are, you know, are followed through on, you know, and whatnot that uh, obviously you, can be uh rewarded heftily mm-hmm. for that too but yeah yeah huge respect for uh, for that yeah same at any point was your um was your living or lifestyle able to depend on tumble time or even life vantage were you were you able to tell your husband say, listen you can go ahead and take a seat Mom's got it from here. No, no, not not tumble time for sure. <laughs> no, and my husband's in software sales. He got works it. from home, um, okay. and so Hard to beat that. yeah. I mean, he could quit his job right now, but he doesn't want yeah. to yeah. Um, because it, he likes it. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, yeah. but eventually, I, I shouldn't say he likes it. Um, it's easy to do right now. But he's, right. he's a professional. Like yeah. or, or he's he's got a level of uh, proficiency at his job that yeah. um, gives you get a there is a sense of purpose in having sure. uh, performing your level of proficiency yes even if it, it's not your dream right but if he had you know his dream would be to build things he loves to build things he loves to train he's a um, strength and conditioning coach so he trains okay. our boys and their friends and that's his that's what he wants to do so yeah yeah so eventually he'll just do that yeah, yeah. would you um, would you say he's, well, you have mentioned that he's been supportive, but does he 
kind of share those same like uh you know the wheels get turning um with ideas and business and like how to you know just business ideas or yeah are for you, sure do you drive that more than he does no, and he's he, supportive he he loves science he's a um kinesiology major and so he really digs on the science behind our products he helps me with presentations he puts together powerpoints he's definitely involved yeah, for and sure super smart super smart <laughs> he's so smart very smart um, and you know, in the beginning he, he was a skeptic because he, you know, he thinks the whole supplement industry as a whole is a scam. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. so he was really, really, uh, hesitant to even try the products in the beginning, but he couldn't deny my results. And so that's kind of, he's like, okay, give me the dang things. I'm trying them. Right. Yeah. And at that point he really wasn't lifting. Um, you know, he was a power lifter, like I said, and a, and a strong man. Then he got out of it after our oldest son was born, mainly because there wasn't enough time. Um, but, and he, he dealt with some things too, some, um, you know, mental health issues mm-hmm. and, um, and he's very open about it and he loves to share about it, um, and help other people. But, you know, as a power lifter, when you, you know, when doubt and, um, anxiety enter your mind, it could be deadly, right? Yeah. Like, Do you think totally. that's TBI? Induced? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It could be like from football. Yeah. Mm. Just curious. Cause, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he developed, you know, a panic disorder. He had panic attacks. And um, and Ryan, our oldest, was one when I brought him to a powerlifting meet. And that's when Garrett, you know, looked over at his son and said, if I get hurt, like, who's going to take care of my family? And so from that moment on, he stopped powerlifting. Yeah. And so fast forward, um, and I'm not saying it's these products that, you know, brought him to back to powerlifting, but I think they gave him the um, the courage and the energy and the recovery needed to do it. And he's lifting at the age of 45 the same weight that he was at the age of 35. So, hmm. yeah, That's pretty, pretty huge. Yeah. yeah, pretty huge. Yeah. I'm kind of naive to the risk or the risks of powerlifting. Powerlifting, you... yeah. Well, yeah. when you're lifting, you know, when you're bench pressing, right? What seven hundred pounds or whatever? Okay, got it. <laughs> bench press is probably in <laughs> I the, don't know. Yeah, the high threes, four hundred <laughs> in the power, De- like for deadlift, bench, but like deadlifts yeah. are yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm five five. I well, was five six, and now I'm five five. So all I know is he me, has he's no lifted two thousand fifty pounds. That's his total. USA powerlifting total gotcha. from all three. Okay. From all three yeah. lifts. How much? 2,050 pounds. I guess that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Right. Tell him, tell him I said. PR's personal record. Personal yeah. record. Yeah. Tell Garrett. I was like, that's it's not right. bad. That's not Listen, bad. Listen, I have a 35-pound kettlebell at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking. Check it out. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so um so at that point he definitely was on board because he felt it too and um and yeah, he he's my right hand now for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, we yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, tell us about some of these products you got then. Which ones should I be taking? Yeah, so our <laughs> our flagship product <laughs> It's real simple. Our flagship product is called Protandum and um it used to sell at GNC, Rite Aid, Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And in 2005, you guys know John Quinones from ABC Primetime. You remember him? Or if from, I saw him, I totally you, would. You know I'm, the show, What Would You Do? Yeah. John Quinones, yeah. Sure. He was on ABC Primetime. And so they did a 
report on ProTandem trying to debunk it, right? Because that's what yeah. that's what investigative reports do. This does not work. And and so he had his blood tested on air. And um, what the product does is it reduces inflammation or oxidative stress in your body by okay. 40% in 30 days. It's turmeric, green tea, milk thistle, ashwagandha, and bacopa. And it's the combination of those together, because you could buy all those at GNC. Right. But it's the combination together that create a synergy, synergistic yeah. effect. So, um, so you know, LifeAndage was just a biotech company at the time. It was not a network marketing company. After that aired, that's when the product flew off the shelves and the company, tiny, tiny company, just could not keep up with demand. And so yeah. that's when they went into direct sales mm. because, you know, obviously the product could sit on the shelf with thousands of other products and, you know, the, the kid making $10 an hour can't really explain what it does. It needs like, a totally. story, right? Yeah. And so that's what Primetime did for us. And still to this day, it's one of our number one sales tools is a little 10-minute video. Um, but from there, you know, they went into direct sales. It's a, a LifeAndage is a publicly traded company, which I think is huge. Not many network marketing companies yeah, are. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Brockovich sits on our board of directors, which mm -hmm. is awesome. I've had the pleasure of meeting her. Did you tell her that you liked her movie? Well, I thought she was Julia Roberts, but I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, where's Julia? Yeah, you look different. I'm uninformed. What's awesome about her? Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Do you know? Are you familiar with the movie young, Aaron Brockovich? Huh? He is young. Yeah. I am young. Yes, yeah. I am young. Yes. Twenty-seven uh, this month. So Aaron Brockovich was a kind of a person made famous by Julia Roberts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, so no, it was a, a true story. It's a it true was story. a lawsuit. Um, I think it was PG&E, mm -hmm. right? I believe so. And it was something about the water. Yeah, it was tainted. It Taint was poisoned water, like somewhere, I want to say, out Bakersfield yeah, way, out in the valley, in this, something this like that. this community, like hmm. so many kids, and uh, I think it was mainly kids, had cancer. And so she was just kind of a, um, what do you call that? Paralegal? Like a, yep, she was a paralegal, yeah. yeah. But what do you call it when you... Not a philanthropist, activist. but an activist. She was activist. an activist. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So she, anyhow, her and this very small law firm, um, they take on the, this class action lawsuit yep. case mm -hmm. against PG&E, and they win. And so there's a handful of people in the town. I mean, a lot, well, class action, meaning it has to be a conglomerate of mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. affected mm -hmm. by um, usually a huge, let's just say company in this case. Obviously, PG&E is huge. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, um, come to find out, yeah, they were there was like hex chromium hexagon yeah, or something some like that in the water. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, we're kind of getting off track, but it's a great movie, and they Got win it. this case <laughs> and like win tons of money. Plus, Aaron Brockovich, at least in the movie, comes off as this like kind of single mom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and uh, um, but a a powerful lady, but then like kind of comes to find her own, yeah, it, through this case and yeah. working for this other lawyer who's you know. Okay. Uh, anyways, it's a great story. Yeah, it's a good I, I highly recommend it. Got um, it. You know, I've, yeah. I've seen every Julia Roberts movie, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, where were we? Karen Brockovich. She's <laughs> my awesome. Wife, my <laughs> wife watches, you know, Julia Roberts is my wife's favorite, and we watch movies together. I love so. her, too. So, yeah. So, that um, that's kind of how Life Vantage got its start. It's a gotcha. you know 11-year-old company. Um, and, again, I've been in it for four years. And, you know, we have other products, too, probiotics, prebiotics. Um, we have an NAD product, which is, um, if you're familiar with uh, mm -hmm. vitamin B12, a lot of, yeah, energy. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Um, we've got an energy drink called Axio, which we really call it our brain food. Um, it a lot of kids with ADHD drink it. Keeps them kind of calm. Um, you should take that, Gabe. Yeah. Should I? Yeah. Yeah, it I doesn't do give me like hyper energy. It really makes me calm. So I think I have ADHD too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a I think an entrepreneurial characteristic. Yeah, is not the being ADD. able to call, yeah. stay calm. No, I have an idea. No, wait, <laughs> no, I have wait. another idea. <laughs> squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's a great idea. We could also. Hence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Write, exactly. Write it my down. Dad's idea. Don't do it. Just write it down, bud. Bud. <laughs> yeah, my brain's so crazy. I'm over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's just me, though. Um, we also, horses actually take NRF, too, also, because oh, horses really? have high, high oxidative stress. Hmm. It's huge in the horse community. I yeah. can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people spend money on supplements for their horses. Oh. You know that. Oh, man. Well, there's um, a lot of gimmicks out there, yeah, too. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, and some yeah. think we're a gimmick, to be honest. <laughs> um, <sighs> even though, yeah. I mean, we have a track record of, uh, or the history uh, time is on our side to prove that we're not really a gimmick, but um, <laughs> what farriers? Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's not by any stretch the overwhelming sentiment on our trade. We're we're very much uh, viewed as an essential part of the horse ownership process. However, um, and well, and we are the benefactor of the money that people do uh, agree to spend on their horses. Mm-hmm. And really, I don't even know if they agree to spend it. I think that they are obligated to. So if they the, feel like they have to. So if the horse, do people can they do it themselves? Like, do they try no. to do it themselves? No. Well, you could. There is no regulation on yeah. our trade, and so you could. However, it's. Do you let your? I, I don't want to liken a, one of my clients to a five-year-old or a four-year-old or three-year-old. I'm. Why am I getting younger? I don't know, but it, it plays into my uh, my comparison. Would you give your three-year-old the fingernail clippers? Yeah, no. You're probably cutting. Yeah. You're going to say, hey, here, let me cut those for yeah. you, right? Yeah. Because they just don't know. Yeah. And it's bad if they don't do a good job. Yeah. Well, with the horse, they actually live on their feet. And so if we don't, if we're not, if you're not giving them the proper care in that manner, it it, it affects their life in, right. a, in a, a pretty drastic way. Right, and a horse is such a huge investment. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. How often do they get new shoes? Do you call them shoes? Like yeah. Them? yeah. Shoes mm. trimmed. Six to eight weeks. Six Every six to eight mm-hmm. weeks. Okay. And it's not so much that they're getting the new shoes, but as Gabe mentioned, the trim mm-hmm. is the important part important of that six-week. You're right. the first farrier I ever met. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a job till I met you. I didn't you. even know a tumble timer before I met you. <laughs> He's the first farrier I ever met, too. Really? Yeah. In like fact, it. that's yeah, that would be true. Yeah. And so. then it was like, we're off to the races from there <laughs> yeah well and but to be fair i knew you before you even knew i was a farrier that yeah that's true so yeah you were a junior higher how did you how did you meet him i don't even know well when story. i first met him was in wrestling oh, okay yeah, Are you was a wrestler? wrestling okay. coach yeah. i was coaching at delta uh, the like the elementary kids he was mm-hmm. a junior higher i did a little bit with junior high but not much and uh then he was shortly thereafter went off to high school to freedom over there mm-hmm. in, on that side of mm-hmm. town Dirty yeah. birds. Who was your yeah. wrestling coach at Freedom? John Parsons. Okay. Yeah. And there's a few other assistant coaches too. Um, Fidel Garcia. Yeah, I know Fidel. Yeah. Um, Jerry Prado. Yeah. Oh, did I get that wrong? Maybe I did. Whatever. Sorry. Fidel was a good wrestler at Antioch. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in. He's on their Hall of Fame. Yep. Yep. He's a good fella. 
So I saw one on one of your Instagram posts Uh-oh. that I'm curious about. Mm. It was it was titled Collaboration versus Competition. Mm. Did I get that right? Yeah, good. Fill me in on the on your perspective on competition he took offense to it let me just say that first <laughs> did you let's Why? not beat around the bush and he's like i don't know about don't this. reveal my position yet Drees. <laughs> i'm well, gonna i wanted to let her if talk it gives and us, let me convince me otherwise well, it goes back to but she has to have the opportunity to convince you otherwise so she yeah, needs to I wanna know. know why but it goes back to you know competition is a good thing right i mean there's a lot of people out there doing what i do there's a lot of great right. products out there um, you know, especially, you know, in the network marketing space. And so I don't view people that sell things really as competitors, you know, like I, yeah, like let's collaborate. You know, I have things that you don't have. You have things that I don't have. I collaborate all the time with people. So that's kind of why, what did you think it meant? I I was probably reading it wrong, (laughs) 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 but honestly, it, it completely makes sense because, um it's the same thing i was thinking (laughs) i was i was back i'm back it's like i said i'll say stupid things and then i'll (laughs) walk it back it's my mo um but it's a very similar actually attribute in the farrier world at least between yeah um between let's call them professionals there are people out there uh farriers out there that think they do have to conduct businesses in a certain way and um, do more harm than good for themselves mm-hmm. and the community. Famine mentality. Famine mentality, mm-hmm. right. Bad news. <clears throat> for me, the competition thing, I guess, um, and you uh, listening to you say that is probably comes down to uh, self-competition, right, as far as just analyzing and competing against the person you were the day before maybe or the week or month or right uh, whatever that might be instead of like what Dree said having that famine mentality and um thinking i need to put someone else out in order to get ahead right um and so yeah i (laughs) i had to say it because i'm still i had to put your feet to the fire a little bit okay bro why you do that no that's good and i think too here in brentwood you know i oftentimes hear from you know new new distributors on my team oh everybody's already on it you know we have sixty thousand people that live in brentwood right like i guarantee you not everybody knows about this no way (laughs) yeah yeah so i always like just shake my head you know like they say the average person knows, you know, personally like 300 people or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. something crazy like that. Like I've been doing this for four years. I am still not even a fraction of the way, you know, totally. through even my warm market. Never even touched my cold market yet. Yeah. So Good point or good buzzwords. Talk about the warm market yeah. and the cold market. What are those? So warm market is people that you know, right? Mm. Your friends and family and acquaintances and you know i i did have a little you know leg up i think because i ran a business here and and i created everybody likes you well well and i created relationships that's what network marketing is about it's relationships right right? it's a lot of people doing a little bit of work and creating relationships and trust and so um i think i already had people's trust for the most part i think that's why it it happened so quickly and it took off um but that's not to say that you know anybody can't start this and do it right um you know it's just it's just reaching out every day to people not not in a salesy way not in a spammy way like i've never once cold market cold market people you don't know Mm -hmm. the hey girl 
how you doing? Haven't talked to you since high school, but I have an opportunity for you. <laughs> Never sure. have I done that, right? Yeah. And I don't teach my team to do that. No, it's, and that's the uh, the trope of network marketing that uh, gives it that bad name Absolutely. or that like the the bad taste in your mouth. Yep. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And as I alluded to earlier, I'm familiar with network marketing. I've been a part of a, a few. What I've found about network network marketing is generally their products are second to none. And I, I you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've obviously you feel that way about yours, mm-hmm. and you've probably investigated some of the quote unquote competition, and you probably feel the same way. I mean, um, and they they sort of need that. Mm-hmm. Um, outstanding product to um, like surpass the 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 bad taste in in people's mouth about network marketing. I feel like it's because the product essentially has to be able to sell itself based on what it can deliver. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And um, along comes somebody like yourself who is um, a likable person and uh, also likes other people and is you know ultimately does want to help and. Uh, you know, sort of that's where, mm-hmm. you know, it can take off, I think, at that point. Yeah. Because the products are generally they are, are, are yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, they are, you know. And people have no hesitation going to Amazon and buying, you know, supplements, right? Right. Not mm-hmm. knowing where they're from, if they're old, if they're from China, whatever. Like, no no trouble at all. But, right. you know, when it comes to a friend who, you know, has a, a product, oh, God, no, it's a pyramid scheme, you know. So, you know, that's kind of my goal, I think, is just to change people's mindset. Mm. You know, pyramid schemes are illegal, Right. Pyramid schemes aren't trading um, product. Right. It's just trading money, which is illegal. Um, And and I'm, you know, like I said in the beginning, I was of that mindset myself in the beginning, only because I heard from, you know, Uncle Tom's stepdaughter's son that he lost money, you know, in a network marketing company. So I, it took, you know, getting out of my own head and that's a mindset thing, right? Getting out of my own head and seeing for myself what this is all about. And now I, you know, I was a teacher, I was a business owner, and now I'm a proud network marketer and I will Mm. never do anything else yeah. yeah really never oh that's that's yep. very cool yep so uh, elaborate on that a little bit more because if you're not uh, obviously you enjoy your tumble time days mm-hmm. right I love them, um, yeah. why do you say that about network marketing what's the difference well so and as opposed to your other business? Yeah, so that's a great question. And I think, you know, trading time for money again, you know, I would go and teach tumble time and I would get paid, right? Mm -hmm. Well, network marketing, you do work in the beginning and then you get paid residually over and over again, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, you know, that's huge, a huge difference. Um, And then, like you said, the products. I I agree with you that network marketing companies have unparalleled products. Um, I think especially our company, we have science-backed products, meaning we have 31 peer-reviewed studies on PubMed. PubMed is a government-ran website, which every doctor goes to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, sets us apart from a lot of companies because they can't really say that they have peer-reviewed studies, meaning from institutions that are not a part of the company. Yeah. 
Um, you know, we have studies from Harvard, Ohio State, the National Institute of Aging, the American Heart Association, it goes on and on. Um, so the science is there, the quality is there, the quality control. Um, again, when you're buying something on Amazon, you have no idea if that, you know, if that product was tested, right, for, you know, metals or whatever the case may be. And we know that every single lot in our, in our um, product line is tested, which is huge. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, gosh, there's so many reasons. The relationships, too. I mean, I have people on my team that I consider my family that I can't believe I that, you know, they were never in my life before this. We travel together. I've been to the Bahamas, Ireland, um, you know, Mexico. I never got a free trip as a teacher. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'm I'm blessed to be in a leadership role now and you know, my company's flying me out this week to to Utah to the headquarters where I can I'm going to be on stage training. Typically we get together cool. and we have about, you know, 5 to 6,000 people in a room, but obviously that's not happening right now. Yeah. Um so they've turned it virtual and they're flying um there's like five of us presenters and a couple keynote speakers and so yeah it's yeah. my first time really training on the big stage so i'm nervous but mm -hmm. that's great yeah. that's so exciting though that it's exciting, exciting yeah did you ever see yourself doing something like that as a little girl no never uh-uh no mm -mm. because you just never imagined it or did you think it just wasn't possible hmm I guess I just never imagined it. I just, yeah. you know, I wanted to be a social worker first and then a teacher and then that was huh. it, you know? So you went from like hardly any money to a little bit more money. <laughs> a social <laughs> to be, worker. To being an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've hit about that time. Where oh, I'm can not done we. Yet. I'm not done I yet. know. Oh my gosh. I know. Well, we're we're building relationships. Maybe we can do. Maybe it we out. can do a part so two. My son calls me at five o'clock every day. And what okay. do you think the question is? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? <laughs> you got, good man. It takes every a lot. Day. Of, it takes a lot to feed those it's guys. It's important. That kid's poor wife. <laughs> I know. Someday. Oh it's like, so what's, funny. It's so funny. But he cooks dinner on Mondays. It's Nick. Yeah, oh, that's cool. My team calls every Monday night, so he, you know. He cooks dinner for us. So yeah. before we wrap it up, okay. just one one last thing I kind of want to get to. Yeah. Um, maybe, so I'm going to put it pretty uh, wide. Talk about, I'd like to hear you talk about a little bit about mindset. Mm -hmm. That uh, mindset that you've maybe switched to or learned or learned how to get into doing this business versus the others. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to throw a little bit more and you can kind of, uh, you can sort of ramble with it if you want. Um, maybe discuss what you think are your good attributes that you've taken into this. Mm -hmm. Also, what are some um, what are some of your shortcomings that you've either had to overcome or feel like you continually overcome, which you may have used some mindset things to get into that. Is that is that a yeah, fair question? And could totally. you just kind of run on that a little bit, yeah. and then we'll 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 wrap it up. Mm -hmm. I think you definitely have to have thick skin. Right? You have to know that you're going to hear the word no and be okay with it. Keep going. Mm -hmm. That that was hard for me in the beginning. I'd get my feelings hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's mindset, right? You got to get past that. <clears throat> um, I'm reading a book right now um, by Grant Cardone Ooh. called Be Obsessed or Be Average. I like Grant Cardone. Yeah. And um, 
it's just, he's right. Like if you're not obsessed with something, whatever it is, whatever makes you happy, then you're just going to be average at it, right? You mm-hmm. have to throw – you have to be all in no matter what it is. And I feel like I am. I feel like my family is all in with me. My kids know exactly, you know, they know my business. They know, you know, we, we rank advanced based on volume. They know my volume. Yeah. My husband's all in. Um, you know, if I miss a football game or a baseball game for work, they know that mom is out there doing what she needs to do. Um, and it's hard. You know, I have people on my team that, you know, don't show up to a 45-minute team call because they, you know, have dinner to cook or, you know, kid has a baseball game. And, and I always try to say, you know, there has to be a sacrifice at some point, right? Yep. Um, and I don't want to get to the top of my company and say it was easy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the top and say it was dang hard, but I did it. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and, and I'm huge on mindset. I'm listening to podcasts or books on tape, reading every single day. It's yeah. part of my day. Yeah. Non-negotiable. What are some podcasts that you would dive into? So I do a lot of... Um, we Never Knew X. Yeah, right? that's that my one? favorite one, actually. <laughs> awesome. Okay, what else? Af- like that's after one of 15. <laughs> after you've listened to that one, which one? My favorite one, I might not be able to say on the air, but... Oh, okay. Okay, that's doubt. fine. Probably well, Murder Mystery, I'm sure. You know Andy Frisella? It's called Real AF. Real AF. Do you know that one? Real this is an explicit book. podcast, by the way. We have a we have an explicit <laughs> title. He's an you entrepreneur. I like entrepreneur, obviously, but okay. but he also kind of gets political too. I, uh, it's nice. a great podcast. I okay. love him, but he cusses a lot. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You should listen to our one. This one-on-one. does have an. Ex- <laughs> our <laughs> podcast does have an explicit. I was asked, can I say bad words? But no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but explicit. a lot of entrepreneur. Um, one called the influencer, Julie Solomon. Um, the gold digger is another one. Um, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, goal, goal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she ain't messing with the. <laughs> Wait over your I head. Sorry, I had a Kanye moment. Go In ahead. Books, You're old. My, my favorite favorite book, and I believe every. Yes, this is a question I had every actually. Every woman in network marketing, a man, man too, but it's called "Get Over Your Damn Self." And mm. it was written by a lady who's high up in Rodan and Fields. Probably one of my favorite mindset books um, when it comes to just getting out of your own way, forgetting about, you know, people's judgments and opinions of you yeah. and believing in yourself and believing that you're on the right path and, you know, just going for it. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Totally. Working, this is a great chat. Yeah, this is a great chat. And just to kind of cl- wrap it up cleanly, where can people find you, Angie? They can find me. Let's see here. Instagram is Angie Harper Health. I'm on Facebook. And my website is Harper Health One, the number one, dot lifevantage.com. Okay. Awesome. We'll put that in the episode notes yeah. too. Yes. I was just thinking um, back to Silas. Yeah. Right? Your little baby. He he's was, eight. Yeah, he's not he's a baby eight. anymore. He was yeah. one of my last classes on Tumble Time. Was he? And I just had a flashback mm. of him sitting on my lap and I was crying. Oh. He was like one of my last classes. Sweet boy. I'm sure you always really appreciated the love and care that you gave all of my kids. Um, I feel like Silas got a little bit more, maybe. Um, <laughs> He did. He was kind yeah. of my he's favorite. Cute. <laughs> he's yeah. so adorable. He's adorable. And he's he reminded a- me of my boys too. Sure. Blonde, blue eyes. Brian yeah. was probably the. I just was uh, saw the picture of um, 
of Nick and Ryan with the Giants yeah. hats on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, those kids. It's hard to uh, two perfectly blonde-haired <laughs> boys with round heads. Man, they were so cute. <laughs> yeah. They were bald. And I'm sure, you know, and I always like I said I appreciate your like mm. just the love and affection that you've had for Silas and well like my other kids as well. And and as a tumble time teacher, bus owner, business owner, you're probably that's your bent for most kids. So, you know, it might not have been special treatment, but you always did a really good job of making us feel like we got special treatment. Oh, so thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate thank that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That and, means a lot. Uh, yeah, I've appreciated your friendship over the years and you know, you're busy, I'm busy, so it's not like we hang, but Yeah, likewise. Um, yeah. You know, I've been on the sideline cheering you on. Thank so. you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Thanks. Cool. So Well, thanks again for meeting with us and um yeah putting up with my silly questions and uh filling me in on history that's before my time you're gonna so. go home and rent aaron brockovich. <laughs> yeah, aaron brockovich go do your homework that's the that's the one thing i love about Dries and i is I, i'm not gonna say he's old I he am. just that's has cool. different context right and so we can play like this little game where i'm like oh yeah i know you're not hip to that or um yeah. no but you're also like my link to the future yet. like gabe what does this mean Totally. I don't understand. Yeah. And even then, I'm still yeah. growing away from that. So right. I got to keep in touch. Anyways, <laughs> thanks to everybody if you made it this far. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate everybody. If you want to, um, what's that thing they do? Hit rate the, the podcast? Yes. Give, give five stars. Five stars. Five hit, stars. Sub- hit that subscribe. Yes. Hit that subscribe, subscribe. button. Click the little bell for announcements when you get a new episode. That's right. Okay, we'll do that. Okay? All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.